0: Hello, Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review of the director's cut of Dr. Sleep. I had intention for this to be the 4K review, but I haven't watched the 4K yet. In a weird release from Warner Brothers, they released the theatrical version in 4K and the director's cut on Blu-ray and digital 4K. And I chose to watch the Blu-ray over the 4K streaming just because, I don't know, streaming isn't always as great as everybody thinks it is. It Streaming is fine to watch, whatever. But if you really care about the movie, streaming will never look as good as a disc. And I will eventually watch it in 4K streaming, but it would have been nice to get the directors cut in 4K. Basically because they... ...made the director's cut at the same time they were cutting the theatrical version. I watched the extras, and I'll try and keep this review as spoiler-free as possible. But they knew that they couldn't fit everything they filmed into the theatrical version. And early on, Warner Brothers expressed an interest in possibly releasing a longer version of the movie. Not theatrically, but on home video. So he was allowed to cut both versions at the same time and finish special effects and complete both versions... So they had time, you know. They had time to put it on a Blu-ray. I don't know why they couldn't have put it on 4K. Maybe some of the scenes weren't finished enough to be in 4K. I don't know. It's it's a strange thing. They did the same thing with the last um, Harry Potter Harry Potter spin-off, Fantastic Beasts. The director's cut was only available on the streaming, which I watched and it was pretty good. And I have reviewed Dr. Sleep. If you'd like to go back to my earlier podcast and just hear a review of the movie right after I saw it theatrically, you can. This will be a little bit different. And I will get a hair more spoilery, but I still won't give everything away because a lot of people didn't see this movie. So if you're not familiar, The Shining was a a Stephen King novel adapted by Stanley Kubrick. And it was very divisive with people, including Stephen King, who never liked the movie version. He just he felt it was cold, that it was as chilly as the snow depicted outside of the Overlook Hotel is what he said in one of the extras last night. But he just never liked what Stanley Kubrick did. He thought Stanley Kubrick missed some of the points of the novel by doing what he did. And he eventually commissioned the mini series version that was made several years ago, which I honestly never saw because I just you know, TV miniseries versions of Stephen King novels don't always fare so well. So anyway, he wrote a book, Dr. Sleep, which is his sequel to The Shining Book. He totally discounted the movie. And it wasn't really shopped around Hollywood until it became a big success. And now Hollywood's trying to find every Stephen King book that hasn't been adapted and make it into movies. And Mike Flanagan got involved. And if you don't know his name, he directed the movies Oculus, which was really good. Hush, Gerald's Game and The Haunting of Hill House on Netflix, which is a really good uh, miniseries about ghosts and hauntings and things. Um, the dude knows horror, and he knows Stephen King. And like Stanley Kubrick, he avoided jump scares in this movie and wanted to make something similar in tone to the original Shining, but he went even further than that. Doctor Sleep the movie is a combination of both an adaptation of Stephen King's novel, Dr. Sleep, and a sequel to the theatrical version by Stanley Kubrick. When he first discussed it with Stephen King, Stephen King didn't understand how it could be done, but now Stephen King says this makes up for everything. I saw some fans online the other day really bitching about the movie, talking about how it changes the book in the last third. Well, of course it does, because he is trying to make a sequel to The Shining movie the movie is ingrained in pop culture everybody knows you know what happens even if you haven't seen the movie you've seen scenes from it and you're aware of Jack Nicholson's character and you're aware of a lot of things that happen in the movie even if it's not one of your favorite films it's just part of popular culture and he knew he couldn't just make a direct adaptation of the book and just completely discount the the Stanley Kubrick version in in the movie world that that would have just been impossible So he came up with some ideas. And and one aspect, um, Dick Halloran's character died at the the end of Shining, the Stanley Kubrick version, but lived in the book. So to bring the character back in Doctor Sleep, the theatrical version, he was a ghost. Which satisfies both, if you see what I mean. And he did that with a lot of the movie. It is an adaptation of the book, and a sequel to Stanley Kubrick's movie. And it's freaking brilliant. I mean, I don't know that I could have or anybody else could have cracked this case like he did. Mike Flanagan did an incredible job doing the impossible. He kept the tone and the visual style of Stanley Kubrick he he adapted some things from the movie t- to fit into the book's world while still making an adaptation of the book and it's funny that people complain but they're totally discounting the fact that there was the shining movie you he just could not have released a direct adaptation of the book and not paid homage and included parts from the original stanley kubrick movie i just more people have seen the movie than have read the books I would argue. So anyway, I really enjoyed the movie in the theater, and this was my opportunity to see the new 30-minute longer director's cut. That's why I chose to watch the Blu-ray. This, in, in, in the next couple of weeks, I'll watch the 4K version and probably do a you know tell you how, the, how it looked and all that kind of stuff. But it really looked fine on Blu-ray. Very theatrical looking. So Mike Flanagan wrote it, directed it. Uh, it's based on the book. It stars Ewan McGregor, who did a fantastic job. Rebecca Ferguson... Has never been better. It's funny. I just watched her in Men in Black International the other night. And it really gave her a silly costume. And she wasn't really able to do what she does. She was amazing in this movie. Both beautiful and vicious. (laughs) That's a hard thing to pull off. Um, Kylie Curran is a new actress. She plays Abra in the movie. Amazing. Really great job. Cliff Curtis They brought in Carl Lumley to play Dick Halloran because it was Scatman Carruthers back in the day, and of course he's no longer with us. And I think Carl did an amazing job. The idea was early on to not do digital recreations or impressions of the original actors, which they could have. There are a lot of famous people who do impressions of Jack Nicholson they could have brought in, and he didn't want to do that. He wanted to make his own movie with actors that reminded you Of the original actors and gave you the idea but didn't tell them to completely emulate you know Jack Nicholson or Shelley Duvall or whatever Bruce Greenwood is also in this he's one of my favorites and Henry Thomas didn't get talked about a whole lot but he's the one who kind of plays a version of the Jack Nicholson character a a version you you have to watch the movie and I don't want to get into spoilers the director's cut is good. The movie seems to flow a little better. But if you're not in the mood to watch a three-hour movie, I totally understand. And you won't miss a whole lot by watching the theatrical version, which is just under two and a half hours. The movie is now divided into six chapters, which gives it more of a literary feel. There's some longer scenes. Some scenes play out a little, uh, a little longer, which... Adds a little more flavor. There were a couple added scenes, but there's nothing earth shattering in the director's cut. There was nothing I went, oh, wow, I'm so glad they included that. I just felt like it was a more polished version of the theatrical version. And supposedly, I haven't compared them apples and, you know, A, B comparisons, but supposedly the special effects are more complete in the director's cut than they were, because they had a little more time. They had to rush the theatrical version into theaters and had a couple more months to work on special effects for the director's cut, which I find fascinating. But there's about 45 minutes of extras, uh, almost an hour's worth of extras on the 4K, which I did pop in to watch those. Uh, There were no extras on the director's cut Blu-ray. And it's very interesting Everything they did to make this as good as possible. It is a shame that this movie made under $100 million. I mean, it made its budget back. Warner Brothers did lose a bit of money on the movie. And whether or not they do a prequel or sequel, which has both been talked about. They've been talking about doing a Halloran movie, which tells more about that character. And they would love to do a sequel with one of the characters, and I don't want to, you know, that would be spoilery, but Stephen King said he would even like to write a sequel to this, which would be very interesting if he did. If you like Stephen King adaptations, if you really like The Shining, you have no choice but to watch this movie. I I enjoyed it even better the second time, and I don't know that it was so much the director's cut. as just because I, was, I knew what I was in for, and I really got to watch it. When you watch a movie the first time in the theater, it kind of hits you in the face. And and you walk out and you go, wow, that was this and that was that. And But when you watch it a second time and you know what's going to happen, you can pay more attention to the acting, more attention to the sets, the, 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 the way it was filmed and everything. And it's just such a labor of love. You can just tell watching the movie that Mike Flanagan knew what he was doing knew what he meant to do it feels like a master craftsman here put this movie together and i think ewan mcgregor has never been better i think he really plays um the whole idea of the shining was a man with addiction and stephen king says he was kind of addicted at that point so he's a different person now that wrote dr sleep than he was back then this movie, Dr. Sleep, is more about a man who was addicted, who hit rock bottom and is trying to find his way back. Different stories, same universe. They film scenes at what looks like the Overlook Hotel. It looks amazing. They, The clothes, the the period. They do some flashback scenes, and the director's cut there are more of those a little bit more in the past with young Danny Torrance and his mom, who was Shelley Duvall in the original movie, and is a, a different actress in the in the director's cut and the and the Doctor Sleep theatrical. Everybody who who had to do something like that did a a really great job because they seem like those characters as you remember them. I was lucky enough to watch The Shining right before I went to see Doctor Sleep, so. It was interesting to me to watch those back to back, but to watch them now being a little, you know, a few months distance from my last viewing of The Shining totally felt like these characters were the same people. You know, it. no, she doesn't look exactly like Shelley Duvall. No, he doesn't look exactly like Danny Torrance, but they really gave you the feel. The whole story, the way it plays out, the way it's put together, the the true knot, which are the bad guys, quote-unquote bad guys, I really didn't get the vibe of this movie from the trailers, and I don't think a lot of people did. I think that's why a lot of people didn't go see it. It also opened a week after Halloween, which was stupid. It should have opened at least in time for Halloween. It was one of the only horror movies playing at the time. It would have made sense. But it... Again, if you're a Stephen King fan or you're a Shining fan, this movie, you it's a must-see. Watch it immediately. I would love to know what you think. If you're a horror movie fan, just know that it doesn't have any jump scares, but there are some scenes that are hard to watch. There are some horrible scenes in this movie. There is a scene starring a, a, a child actor who's very famous now who does such an incredible job. It's just brutal to watch. It is... It, it, it was horror, <laughs> total horror to watch this scene, and it, it's, it seems to be a hair longer in the director's cut. There's some scary things in the movie. There's some supernatural things in the movie. There's some things that take place in the mind in the movie. I just think it was all handled really well, and Dr. Sleep was one of my favorite movies of 2019. It ranked pretty high on my list. It is now one of my favorite movies releases in 2020 and i'll keep recommending this to people who oh i didn't see it i think dr sleep was not the best name it does have a meaning you know i don't think it was the best name for the book i don't think it was the best name for the movie but it does have meaning within the context of the movie you find out what that means and i get what he was going for but i i'm also glad they didn't call it the shining (laughs) two but something more related to the story of The Shining would have been better than just calling it Dr. Sleep, which is kind of out of left field. But again, makes sense in the context of the book and the movie. Really enjoyed it. I just, even the three-hour version did not feel long. Uh, I uh, enjoyed every minute of it. I think it's incredibly well acted, well crafted, well filmed. Uh, The music is good. The Dolby Atmos surround sound was really good. Visuals are great. No complaints. I mean, this is a, a easy four and a half out of five for me, if not a five. I just really enjoyed this movie, and I've seen other people. I've seen major critics. You know, it's kind of boring. It's kind. Of, they obviously didn't get it or get into it. But again, if you if you've watched The Shining and enjoyed it, this movie will blow your mind. It's so good and such a great sequel to the book, to the movie, to kind of bring everything together. The final third of the movie, Stephen King finally gets to see what he intended for the first Shining because, like I said, it was changed a bit thanks to Stanley Kubrick. I think all in all it works, and it's really, really a fine, fine adaptation, sequel, whatever you want to call it. Highly recommend Doctor Sleep. I really can't say enough great things about it, liked everybody in it. Uh, Just really enjoyed it. So pick it up, rent it, do whatever you have to do, but see this movie. Would love to hear what you think about it, either the theatrical or the the director's cut. Anyway, Scott Hamilton, Rockfile. My website is therockfile.com. Sorry I babbled, but I really like this movie even better the second time. (laughs) Uh, Check out the website, uh, go to my Patreon page if you'd like to show some support. I'll have some other reviews and other opinions coming up very soon. I hope you have a fantastic day, and thank you for listening.